step into a world of ash and darkness, where legends come to life and ancient powers linger. Welcome to Forbi Adventures in Lollygagging, where we are playing Forbidden Lands, embarking on an epic journey through the frozen glaciers, volcanic mountains, and treacherous seas. Join us as we set sail on longships, explore the unknown, brave danger, and discover untold treasures that lie beneath ash and snow. So grab your weapons, sharpen your wits, and put your back into the oar, because the adventure begins now. We are opening up. It is now fully dark. You all are leaving the Warrens. Ash is slowly falling down. There's a little bit of glimmer. A little bit of moonlight shines through the clouds above. Nothing direct, but enough to just barely light where you're going. You have torchlight. The torches flicker, and they send shadows across uh, the forest around you. Bacho, you are almost bathed in blood here as you slaughtered so many Skraling. It really was a massacre. At least 20, almost 30 Skraling were killed. The scent of blood is thick in the air, and it brings back memories. Memories of what? As I go, I remember. I remember the first true massacre. I had just finished my first hunt with, with my pack. My original pack. We were crossing a snowy field. We didn't know that beneath it had once been an ancient battlefield. And they rose. They rose on that night as the ash fell and coated our fur. The dead clamoring for the living. They tore at our legs, pulled us into the snowdrifts. In moments, my pack had slipped from sight I had just finished my first hunt, spear in hand. Something clutched at me, was pulling at me, tearing at my belly. And I stabbed down with my spear over and over again until I felt freedom. And then a grasp at my shoulder and I spun and struck. And the spear pierced through the sternum of my cousin. She yelped and bled out in my arms, her blood coating her fur, her life blood coating my fur. I howled and howled, and it was not until the next morning that I was being drug away from the battlefield by the remainder of my pack that I remembered my own name. I know slaughter of old, but that first one that haunts my every dream. You're haunted by these memories, these shadows in your mind. You see the shadows in the darkness. A few of them look like the wolfkin that you fought along, your cousin that you killed. The group of you continue on. You make your way to Rochdale. The small little palisade is closed now. You can see that there are still lights and fires burning inside. People are still awake, but it appears to be sealed up. What would you guys like to do? We must find some place to rest. We're all injured. We're exhausted. If these things come at us again, we need to be better prepared. Something else you would all know about this world is that it becomes extremely dangerous after dark. There are a lot of demonic creatures that come up from the depths, uh, that come out of the shadows. 
And while there is travel that happens overnight, it's best to have a campfire of sorts or being inside a palisade, something like that. And how so, tall were these palisades again? The palisades are about a man and a half tall. Uh, not extremely tall, but tall enough. Uh, about three mirrors. And uh, there is the gate. You absolutely could knock on it and try to get in. There's likely to be a guard, but it it is sealed right now. And there's no one outside. Well, then we do need to get in. Let's let's knock and hope. There's and no Mirren reason will to... kind of like... Us, there's no reason to be deceptive if we do not have to be. So yes, knock. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, and Mirren will go up to the, the front gate and go as loudly as she possibly can from a very low down. You hear a voice growl out from the other side. It's sharp, but familiar. You recognize it as Steiner, the guard who you met earlier. Who goes there? Uh, uh, Steiner, we're the visitors that we just came in early, uh, earlier today and, and warned of the Reavers. Please, uh, we, we had an incident with the Skraylings and we're, we're out beyond time that we should be. Can you, can you let us in? There's a pause and then you hear the bar being lifted on the other side of the gate. It doesn't open all the way, just enough for Steiner to look at you all. I thought you all ran. No, our our group got a little split up and, and we needed to go get everybody together. It, it was a bit of an accident. Uh, and, but if you could just let us in, we, we do have lodgings for the night. We're all good. We just need to be let in, please. Your presence has been commanded at the Thanes Hall. He pulls open the gate even more, allows you all in. You see that there are actually several guards here at the gate now. Uh, a lot of the Thane's men who were called earlier in the day have arrived, and there's uh, four or five of them here at the gate. Uh, they begin closing the gate behind you. Steiner begins to lead you towards the hall. Again, Bacho. it's not a... Yeah. Oh, I was just like, Bacho, before he walks off, shakes like a dog and blood splatters all over the guards, and he kind of gives a wolfish smile. <laughs> a couple of the guards, uh, they're obviously not very seasoned. And they just look horrified at, at the, the site in front of them. Uh, but they do continue closing the gate. Steiner is completely unfazed by it. Uh, as you start walking to the hall, you pass by Osgar's house uh, where you were supposed to stay. And you notice, Zaldrin, that uh, Ven and Cloud are no longer uh, tied up outside his house. This is, uh, and she'll call back uh, to Steiner. What, what gives? Our horses were there. You're at the Thanes Hall. As I said, you're commanded to his presence. Can we have a bit of a hint as to why? As to why the Thane commanded you to? Yes, come to the Thanes place and took our horses. We had lodgings here. You don't know why. Well, it's not for me to say. And he continues walking towards the hall. Like I am. Did you guys do something while I was out? News of the warrens couldn't have gotten back here fast enough. It must be something else. It must be the Reavers, I would think. I still quite rude. First, they assume I would have left without my horse, and then they move my horse without my permission. I just, sir. Well, you know they, you know the humans. They're forever imposing their wills upon the other races. 
This is, this is true. I think we can all agree on that here. Yes, I don't like humans, but we should probably go see this thing again. It was very rude before, but I think he is just afraid and not used to uh, his power being questioned. He's very big fish, small pond kind of man, it seems. Apparently cannot handle things at his doorstep, says he uh, could not handle the scrailing issue that was literally right outside his doorstep. He might, he he might not have known. It's not as though the scrailings invite many non-scrailings to the warrens. We'll see if we... Uh, or received with any appreciation for this task that we just uh, should, Do we want to no. talk about it at all, though? Get, like, stories nice. straight. Or hey, uh, yes, that is... They should know, though. They should know. There was they a should, okay. parasite of some kind. We should well, warn them. Be informed. Let, let's just hear what he has to say first, perhaps, and then we'll read the In room at that point. Yes, I would love that. Wolford was also there. Uh, Wolford is with you guys right now, too. Oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he came back from the Warrens with you all. Uh, right. So it doesn't take long to cross uh, this small little hamlet. Uh, you reach the Lord's Hall. Uh, Zaldrin, you would see that Ven and Cloud are in the stables back behind the hall. It's more of a lean-to. Uh, it's open with a few posts that they're tied to. Uh, but they're under the covers there, under the covered roof there. Uh, Steiner goes towards the door of the hall, and there are actually two guards at the doors uh, now. Steiner says, only the Lord's Hearthmen are allowed to have weapons in the hall. And this would be very common etiquette that you all would know. Uh, most Lords do not allow weapons in their hall. The fact that you were able to carry your weapons in earlier that day uh, is basically a pass because there was no one guarding uh it's kind of like if there's no one to take the weapon you're allowed to carry it in uh is how the etiquette goes even walking sticks no you'd be able to it, it's like spears and swords you can keep no. daggers you can keep walking sticks that kind of stuff oh, good, you good. can't separate someone from their walking stick no not at all how will i walk i'm very used to being on all fours so i need this <laughs> to be able to walk bipedal nature exactly then i have so two steiner goes to, to take a <laughs> mirin's bow uh zaldrin's spear and bacho's sword uh um, there's a guard that's going to watch them the whole time uh it's not like you like you have to worry the rest of my weaponry like as well <laughs> yes probably here's a spear here's a dagger here's my quiver you can keep the knife Bacho hands over his sword and he curls his lips back in a snarl to show his fangs and his claws. And he's like, take the sword. You can't disarm a wolfkin. And there's this whole theory of hospitality, too, that if you go into a lord's hall uh, and you give your weapons up, you're under the lord's protection as well. So if anything happened to you, it would be a crime that the lord is committing uh, by not defending you. So the group of you go in and you find this hall is much more packed than it was before. Uh, it looks as if they're at the end of a feast. Um, all the food is scraps now. Uh, there are plenty of uh, inebriated men and women uh, that have been uh, going through the stores of ale and mead. You see the, the thing Ken Bear uh, seated at the far end of the hall. 
And when you come in, there's a strange quiet that falls over the room. Everyone turns and looks at you, and then they turn and look at the thane. Well, can I get a vibe check on the room? Yeah, you can do an insight if you want. Can I? Yes, that would be great. So for insight, this is going to be, ah, there it is, uh, only my wits, which is a, a three, which we'll, we'll cross our fingers and hope we roll well. We did not roll well. We got fives and threes. Yeah. Uh, these are all people that you've never met. So understanding what they're thinking would be difficult in the first place. But the fact that the entire hall looked at you and looked at the Thane, it's not good, is all you can figure out. The Thane then speaks. We thought you had fled when your deceit was shown. Why would you return? Because deceit. we did not deceive. Then explain yourselves. Perhaps it's simple. It's simple. We went out looking for our friend Gunk. We found a bunch of horribly diseased scralings. We slaughtered them all except for the few that ran, and then we came back for a bath and a sleep. Also, I'm I not concerned with the scraling. About your speaking of the reavers that we saw in the farmstead that killed uh, a bunch of the knights, and you think we lied about that. Why? The Thane looks over to one of the men. He's armed uh, with a short sword, and he's wearing uh, this chain shirt, but he's a very large person, and the chainmail just seems to be kind of stretched on him. Uh, you can almost see through the rings into the fabric underneath. He's got medium-length curly hair. Daryl, why don't you tell the story, and we can catch them in their deception? The man <clears throat> clears his throat. Yes, Lord. As I was saying, it was earlier today when I was with my Lord Roderick and we went to fight the Reavers. Unfortunately, we were led into a trap by one of the Blackbirds. She was supposedly trying to help us, but she led us right into a Reaver ambush. She was obviously allied with them. I fought valiantly as hard as I could, but Roderick fell. And our line broke, and I had no choice but to, to run. I hid in a thicket, and that's when I saw these five, and he points to you all, talking with the blackbird. They then claimed my Lord Roderick's horse as their prize from the Reavers. And the Thane looks at you. You had the horse in your possession, did you not? Yes. Um other than this man's blatant lying and uh, clearly attempt to present a more masculine look than maybe he has, um, you do understand this is essentially his word versus our word, and we warned you about the Reavers instead of lying about them, and we did come back not knowing any of this information, which leads you to perhaps believe that we believe what we said. The man who told the story speaks up. I am of noble blood. You dare accuse me of lying. You're an idiot. Well, a, a liar is a liar. Yeah, the accusation of lying actually came from you to us. We presented our information first. You have presented your information and accused us of lying. So, yes, I do believe we will ensure 
that we have spoken for our names as you have chosen to slander them. The man turns from you and faces the thane. My lord, I am thankful that you are wise enough to see through these lies. I know that you would never believe bandits and rogues such as Lee's. I can smell the urine soaking his uh, pants and breeches from down here. Thank you. The thane himself uh, looks rather impassive. Uh, You can't tell necessarily what he's thinking either way. Let me be clear, Lord. We did meet with this Blackbird person. She was hiding. She told us that she warned this group that they were riding into an ambush, but in their arrogance, they believed their strength outweighed the Reaver's strength. And we did watch as they were slaughtered, and this one ran like a coward. We took the horse and we brought it back here. We made no attempt to disguise it or make any claims other than the fact that we saw the Reavers and came immediately here to report it. And if this fat lout wants to call a wolfkin warrior a coward or a liar, I'm happy to meet him blade for blade and prove the point of my courage. Oh, a test of strength. Hmm. This actually is a part of uh, law in the Savage Seas is that you can demand a trial by combat, Bacho, if that's what you're going for. That's something you can absolutely be trying to do. That is what he's going for. He's either going to live or die proud. <laughs> but after the man, rests... <laughs> uh, Bacho, give me uh, what would the intimidation be? Um, might, maybe? Yeah, might. Give me a might. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm a little I'm a little under the weather because my strength's a little down, but uh, I will Give it a shot. And remember that we have uh, no less than 32 audience. Okay. Uh, I will I will I will take one audience bonus die then. Uh I got two sixes and a one, so I'm not gonna push it, but two successes. The man does begin to cower. Uh you can see him ever so slightly trembling, and he takes a step back. He looks back towards the thing. Lord, I just came from a fight. I'm tired. I'm weary. You know my word is good. Well, then I'll meet you in the morning. Lowers his head. The thane begins to stroke his chin, his little goatee. Ah, fresh piss. (laughs) Seeing as how Lord Roderick was not oath-bound to me, and that these men that he led were not my men, but they were fighting on my land. I do not believe that I am the judge to decide what is right and wrong here. However, in the morning, I will rescind my hospitality. I would request that the five of you leave with all due haste. We would be happy to comply, Lord. We weren't planning on staying anyway. I would argue that we have done nothing wrong. We made arrangements for a place to sleep, a place for my horse to rest. I do not believe we have done anything to deserve being kicked out of such a night's slumber where we can lick our wounds as they were. As I said, in the morning, I will rescind my hospitality. You have one night. More than fair. More than fair, more than fair. Yes, and Zaldrin, we wouldn't want to stay at a place that houses a coward anyway. 
That's true. His stench of cowardice is overwhelming to my nose. The thane starts to bristle at that because while you could insult the man who's not uh, bound to him at all, now you're starting to insult the thane. No, not he the does thane. let it go. Him, no, not guy. the thane, just the other guy. The the thane is housing the coward. Oh, yeah, we would yeah, not yeah, stay yeah. in a place that houses cowards. Uh, can can yeah. Kong strategically in the room? I call it. Um, thane, there is other business. What? If you have a moment. Geralt, please show yourself to my quarters. Make yourself at, at ease. And the, the larger man uh, goes to the back uh, and was very glad to be out of sight of Bacho. I will spend one willpower point to get a good whiff of his scent and track him for at least How a day. How close do you have to be for that? Just there's not really a distance. I think I mean I'm pretty sure okay, within no a room, worries. but I, like I'll you're you. you're across a larger hall, but if there's no real distance, like you're close. Enough. I think it's within sight. I think that's the only requirement. If you can see okay. it, uh, Gunk, you were saying, yes, um, my lord Thane, there is other business I would like to discuss with you, if you would be so uh, kind as to lend us your time. Why should I lend my time to those who insult me, to those who are accused brigands? Well, I apologize for the uh, behavior of uh, of my compatriots, but they have been accused of wrongdoing, and it is within their rights and the rights of any person to defend themselves and to do so with great energy. And sometimes uh, bristling can can happen, as you might expect. It is not... Uh, it's not easy for one to sit here and have their word and their decency be questioned, which is what has happened here. Give me a manipulation with a bonus die. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll do that. I'll go ahead and take one of those uh, those audience die. All, yeah. right. All right. You're taking an audience die with the bonus die? Oh, you gave me a bonus. Oh, no, that's fine. I'm sorry. Did I mute myself? No, uh, I heard it. No. That's fine. All right, here we go. Oh, bonus die. Oh, God. What is it with this game and me rolling like nothing but sixes and ones? Uh, I rolled a six, one success, but then I also have two ones and I don't want to push any further. So I'll just take the six. Sure. He thinks for a moment. Says, I invited you to a feast. You all chose not to show. I sit here. I am benevolent in my judgment and you still insult me. And yet I will not have any say that I'm not a fair thing. You may speak your piece. Well, sir, my lord, uh, I apologize for our absence. It was it was my fault, in fact. I I left earlier to visit my people, this grayling war outside of your town, and I discovered something most alarming. The warren was infected with a parasitic creature caused the, the, the scrailing to go mad, uh, almost cannibalistic. And I, my life was threatened and my friends uh, came to help. And that is why we are not here. And so I apologize. But in more, more import, there was a danger on your doorstep. And yes, we have taken care of it for now. But it is not just the reverse that seems to be coming to Rochdale. But this other thing, something insidious, something old, something ancient... 
and all of the Skraelings that lived in the Warrens outside of Rochdale. There are no more now. They were... They were swayed and changed and evil of some kind. Now, we came here freely and offered this information when I could have not said a word. But uh, the people here, within your walls, your palisades, they do not deserve to have such threats. It is only right for me to warn you. These are bold claims that you are making. I trust that you have evidence to support yourself. I will hold up the staff that I have uh, with the like the crystal staff, with the skulls and all that kind of stuff. The leader uh, was, uh, and now I'm trying to get the name here. Um, Skull. Yes, yeah, Skull. The leader is named Skull. And they spoke um, not as though they were the Skraeling themselves, but the creature that had found... Um, home within the, the skull's body and they come from the north, old, old mind. This is one piece of evidence. The other evidence you can see for yourselves if you choose to go visit the war it is in shambles. The, uh, the threat of, uh, of this, this parasitic infection uh, perhaps growing beyond the, the boundaries of the war and we have taken care of it, we have burnt it. But you can see more of what has happened. And there is also this. And I did take one little baby thingy, and that's what I'm going to show mm-hmm. him. And I'm going to set it down like as carefully on like the table or something like that in front of him. And finally, there is this. This is a very small larva of what is most likely going to be a larger eel-like creature that will burrow into the, the bodies and take over them somehow. You set the pouch on the very end of the end of the feasting table, and one of the Thane's hearthmen comes up and uh, takes the pouch and looks in. You can see his shock and fear, and he dumps it out on the table. And the little worm is just wiggling about, twisting and writhing. He takes a a feasting knife and stabs it, picks it up and carries it to the Thane, and it's still wiggling on the knife like a worm on a hook. Be very careful. Do not let it do not let it touch your skin. The my thane friend, takes the knife and is looking at it. Sorry, go ahead, Mir. Oh no, I was just going to say my friend Gunk is far kinder and more generous than I. Um the the parasite is by the worshippers of the children of Desheb. They called it the Skaldun or something along those lines. Uh it's uh yes, it's very bad. The Thane takes the knife and he he looks at this. Well, this is very strange. I do not see how much harm a little worm can cause. I cannot find myself to be too concerned about a disease that has stricken the Skraeling when the scourge of the Reaver is on my doorstep. Dunk will suppress his anger at the racism that has been thrown in his direction, and he will say, in terms of size, my good Thane, does not the spider bite cause great discomfort and death? Does not the snake, which is quite small as well, does that not also hurt? Isn't it true that the smallest of scorpions carries the most potent of venom? Do not let the size of this thing make you believe that it is not a danger. And as for whether or not this infects just squaring, well, perhaps you are right in that matter. I do not know. We only saw the rats who were infected. But we have seen other creatures, a bear, once. The forest far from here. So, 
I would not be so quick to presume that it is just Skraling who will be infected by this. I hear you. Cool. I will take your advice under consideration. But again, the Reavers are on my doorstep. I will concern myself with the spider in the thatch when the wolf in the house is killed. As you wish. I might recommend reading up on some of the old gods as well, then, for when you're ready for the spider. Sorry, I'm blanking here. I will send for a librarian. We do not do much reading around here. Yes. Ah, let the humans deal with their own human concerns. We've got other places to be. Thank you for your hospitality, Thane, and we will leave tomorrow morning. Uh, with that, you guys are able to take a few scraps to eat from the feast if you'd like. Uh, you can uh, grab a few tankards of ale on your way out. Uh, Steiner is outside the hall, and he'll give you all your weapons back. Uh, he'll also talk to you. There is a merchant named Okta. He has a ship, the Sea Raven, just off the coast. I believe he's leaving tomorrow for Terran. But if you pay him well enough, he might take you to the coast of Lingen. He'll cross the channel for you. I know he leaves first thing in the morning, so I would not oversleep. Where is he staying? He was in the hall. Okay. Thank you, Steiner. I hope that the uh, leeches or the reavers don't kill you soon. Good luck. Thank you. I will not need it. I will not need it. Right. And with that, you guys are able to uh, head back across the little hamlet. Uh, Zaldrin, you can leave your horse uh, in the stable if you want and get it in the morning. It's not like it's off limits to you or anything. Or you can take it if you want uh, to have her closer to Oscar. Ven is coming with us. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so you grab her out of the stables. Are you grabbing Cloud too? So was um, Mr. Lies Through His Teeth in there claiming stake to Cloud? Uh, no one has formally seized any property from you. So you would be well within your rights to take Cloud if you want. Okay. Cloud will come. All right. With Ben. Uh, so you get both the horses and you head back over to Oscar. Um, the lights are low in Oscar's hut, uh, but they're still up. You're able to knock. He's still up. Uh, you see Voku, the sorcerer, is already lying on the uh, dirt floor ready to sleep. He makes room for all of you. And we'll say the night passes there, unless you guys have anything you want to do before you sleep. Mm-hmm. All right. So go ahead and recover all your attributes there. Uh, you all get a nice restful sleep by a fire. And we are going to move on to the next day. So we are moving into the next week, y'all. It is now the week of Andal. And that means that this is the warmest week of the year, and it's also the lightest week of the year. Uh, There are four segments in a Forbidden Lands Day, morning, daytime, evening, nighttime. And this is the only week where morning, daytime, and evening are all light. Nighttime is the only dark time. Uh, You have six days of this, and then you're in for a rough patch because the week of Gwenat is going to be dark the entire day. It's a week-long eclipse, basically. You're going to have six days of night. Uh, You would do well to try and use it as downtime or at least find a place to hole up 
But if you want to journey during that, you can just know that it'll be a bit more dangerous. Gunk, you have a strange dream during the night. What is a scraling that was close to you during your childhood in a positive way? Uh, a scraling. Um, I would say I probably had a sister uh, of sorts, perhaps not from the same mother, but a, um, I had a sister named Tulip. This was her name because she liked to wear tulips within her fur sticking out here and there. Uh, and uh, I've known her from since I was young, Bob. And uh, and we would uh, we would wander forest. We would collect uh, odds and ends together. And uh, likely she is the one who helped me learn a bit of my survival knowledge. You are remembering a time when you and Tulip were children. You know, in this dream, you still have your child scrailing body. And you're running through the warrens and the tunnels as fast as you can. You turn around a corner, chasing after Tulip. Uh, she had just tagged you and you're it. You're trying to catch her now. And you see Skull as an adult in front of you. You're still childlike looking up. And you see Skull, instead of wearing the headdress she was wearing before, she's wearing the cranium of tulip the feather the flowers are still in uh the headdress uh decorated the same way before skull begins to open her mouth and one of these eels begins to slither out towards you you feel as if you're frozen but before the eel reaches out to give you the kiss of the skate on you awake and it is morning is anyone awake currently uh, you are the first awake, but everyone is waking up around the same time. So he'll just uh, feel his head. He will quickly go through his things, check his staff. He will uh, kind of look at his fingers for some reason, constantly looking at them in his mouth. And he will, and he's like kind of matted down probably because he has been sort of sweating through his furs. They uh, will look to see if anyone has noticed his strange behavior. And then he will, he will sort of move over towards Bacho, and uh, he will say, "Bacho, are you awake?" Mm, yes, Gunk. What is it? Enemies at the door? No, enemies. Um, in my mind, I have, uh, I saw Skull in my dreams. One of these creatures, an old friend. Neither here nor there, but they were. They were there. They are reaching for me. It kind of... Oh, just it, tell me it, it's just my mind playing tricks. It's just my overactive imagination. It is, there is nothing uh, prophetic about it. Yes, there's nothing prophetic. Yes. Bacha will stick his muzzle right up against the fur of, of Gunk's throat and give it a big smell and look back and taste the air. Gunk. You just smell of gunk. There is no stench of the beast about you okay. it was just in your mind okay yes thank you're, you thank you you're safe with me thank you brother thank you thank you okay okay i do not like these creatures i do not like them i do not like that they attacked my people i do not like that we had to destroy a war and i do not like that we could not save them these are not good days no not good days we should we should Take this ship and get as far from this land as we can. 
I am worried, though. This is two times now in a week that we have encountered these creatures. We have encountered them. Are we? Could we? No, 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 no. Could we? No, 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 no. And he's like constantly kind of starting these thoughts in his head. Like, are we? It is our fault. Are we we marked in some ways? Are we drawing their attention? Are we being pushed or pulled out of... Is the Earth Mother at work here? Is she... Does she want something from us? Does she... No, no, it's just, just, it's just bad dream. If she's asking anything from us, it's to stop these things where we find them. And that means wherever we go, our path is what she wants from us. Yes. 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 There is wisdom. That is wisdom. Yes. I agree. I agree. We will do, we will do right. Whether squaring or human or some other creature, we, we will, we will fight these things. Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. Thank you, brother. I feel better. Always, my friend. The four of you get up. You gather your things. Uh, when you're uh, you're able to have a few uh, rations and things like that, uh, some hard bread uh, as breakfast. Uh, Oscar didn't have anything made, so it's whatever you guys have. Uh, let's go ahead and roll resources for that, too, for your food. Uh so, Kipser, this is in your gear. You'll see food on the bottom left. Uh, yep, go ahead and click it. And if it's a one or a two, I believe it uh, is. Yeah, it goes down like soldier. That's correct. It. Yep, a one or a two, you reduce it die size. All right. So, Zaldrin's the only one who reduces die size. And so, I was at a D6 before. To D4 now. There is no D4 option. Uh, no, you're out. Oh, out. Uh, so if you want to buy food, that would be something you can do uh, from Oscar. You can buy some supplies before you go. Uh, yes, I would like to. Uh, um, I believe that's under trade goods in the or no, it's just a it's not an actual item you have to uh, drag across. Uh, yeah, I, I forget the actual price. It's a couple silver, uh, but we'll get to it in a second. OK. Uh, you're able to get some extra gear. And as you're leaving, you meet Okta, who he and his men are leaving the hall. They slept there over the night, and they uh, most of his men have already gone down to a ship, but a few are leaving now, uh, just with a few remaining supplies. And he will take you across the channel for a silver apiece and two silver per horse. Bacho looks right. He's like, Bacho doesn't have that kind of cash. <laughs> he does not have anything remotely close to that. Mira How much does it cost? Cash. A silver per person and two silvers per horse. Oh, well, um, we're walking. <laughs> I have four silver and eight copper. Um, I could pay for Maybe us, but not the horses. <laughs> I, it would appear that, uh, as much as I'm not uh, keen to provide uh, Mr. Lies through his teeth. Anything that he did not earn, I do not believe we can afford to take Cloud with us. We could just we could just go overland. We don't need to cross the channel. We can make our way elsewhere. There's nothing compelling. This is us. something that can be negotiated too, um, and you can also barter if you want to like offer goods or make a manipulation to try and lower the price. That's something you can do. 
we could we could uh we could take cloud turn him into rations save you money so you don't have to buy rations and then we don't have to pay for extra horse that most of us won't ride anyway this is not an acceptable recommendation <laughs> I, I said cloud not yours no you saw bacho started to salivate <laughs> <laughs> they are kind of tasty to be honest a there's a little bluebird in my hair that's just like hiding out <laughs> do you smell that no no definitely not <laughs> Captain. Either, How either about- you eat a horse or you name a horse. You don't do both. This horse uh, has a name. Well, um, Captain, could I uh, trade trade passage for acting as a guard on your ship? I don't need a guard, but you could work the oars. I can work the oars. Uh, I can give me cook. one of you. Uh, can give me a manipulation check. Uh, with a plus one for each thing that you're offering. So Bacho's offering to work the oars, so that'll be a plus one die. FYI, I have zero in manipulation and a two in empathy, so it probably shouldn't be me rolling. <laughs> I have a four in empathy, um, and I would be offering to cook on the ship at least. Okay, so that's plus two. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Me. And yeah. I would also offer uh, to uh, work some oars. Okay, plus three. Three. So whoever is rolling gets plus three. I assume that it's me for empathy. Go ahead. Yeah, certainly not, Zaldron. <laughs> well, um, I've got two fives, three fours, a three and a two. So no ones <laughs> and no sixes. That might push that. Well, I have two twos, two threes. Three threes, a five, and a four. No, still no successes. Oh my goodness! That's oh no. so many dice and, rolls. Uh, I can use a willpower to double push. Only if you're a dwarf. Only if you're a dwarf. Okay, sorry. All right. So it looks like you guys are walking. Uh, you're unable to negotiate a deal with him. Uh, he seems very stubborn that morning. Uh, oh. Yeah, what's a jerk, Uh-oh. that guy? Right? <laughs> so I don't him. understand, well, honestly. In this case, I, mean, I, I am. We, as she's going to go uh, chasing after Cloud. Go. You will notice. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know what's going yeah. on. We're, we're, we're feeling for you. You're fine. <laughs> All right. I'm back now, I think. Yes, you're uh, So We lost a ship. You guys we sat up the horses. Uh, you get packed up and ready to go. Uh, you will know, notice that uh, as Okta and his last few men leave, you notice uh, the man who accused you of lying and uh, of betraying uh, the men of Lingen. He is going with them. Uh, it appears that he has booked passage and will be headed to Lingen as well. What was his name, oh, by the way? Oh. Uh, Geralt. Geralt. Okay. Geralt of Riviera. Um, Bacho, you should uh, go do that contest of strength now because <laughs> he is going to cause trouble for us by the time we get to the city. If he would accept it, I would do it. But Bacha will we'll, we'll just approach and go, sail well, coward. Unless you he, choose to put your blade to the test today. As you're approaching, he kind of like starts walking away faster. And you have to like kind of just lope a little bit to catch up with him. Uh, and he, as your breath hits his the back of his neck, he visibly like recoils and like turns and he sees your teeth, but then he realizes you're not actually biting. And you see fear in his eyes, but 
he doesn't say anything and he continues walking. Bacho just laughs at his back. Noble human. You might as well be a dog cowering before the wolf. After he gets some distance away, you do see him turn back and just glower at you. His face is bright red. You see a little bit of sweat and he he looks angry and scared all at the same time. Bacho Bacho howls in laughter. Yeah, he does. But you know, he's got a two empathy. It's not his his making friends is not his forte. I have a four empathy and I'm about to yell piss pants at him. So (laughs) um Mirren will like yell so Aukun can also hear Mr. Piss Pants, Mr. Piss Pants. Make sure you don't spoil all your breachers on the boat. Tiny little halfling voice melodically carries through. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, so we are going to start uh, traveling then. Uh, who wants to lead the way? And are you still going to Lingen? Is that still the plan? Uh, you're going to have to go through a couple tiles north, and then you're going to have to go through the mountains above Lingen. Uh, so it'll take a good chunk of the day. It'll take most of the day. It'll take a quarter to go two tiles, and then another quarter to go through the mountains. And then I believe it would take a third quarter to get to Lingen. So it'll be dark or no, because we're in the new week. Uh, it'll still be light, but it'll be towards the end of the day. It'll be evening when you reach Lingen. Probably. Is Wolford still with us? Oh, Wolford is still with you. He, he's ride or die. You could have paid for him to go on the boat. <laughs> you could pay for him to go on the boat. He'd, he'd take that. He is nothing if not loyal. <laughs> <laughs> so then he and is I mean nothing. That. He's nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right uh so who's leading the way uh, uh is that scouting yeah can you refresh the uh, survival refresh for answers? yeah uh if you guys are you're still on the table so you can click on the uh, pouch and that'll bring up the uh party sheet you can click on travel there lead the way oh, is survival right. uh survival okay uh, uh survival is two and my wits is five okay yeah you're better than that i mean then yeah go right ahead Okay. Uh, let's see. Wits and so wits will be green and survival will be. We just lost it. Okay, there we go. And can I take one audience die? Absolutely. Oh, of course. Since we got a silly number of them. Okay, one six. Okay, so that's a, a success. Uh, what is everyone else doing while he's leading the way? Because you all get to choose an action as this is happening. You don't have so, to do anything. Uh, most of you would just be hiking, but like someone right. can keep watch. Keep watch, yeah. So I thought like the other things like hunt and fish, like that stops us. Like that's something that we don't make progress with. Yes, you're right. Uh, keeping watch is the one thing you can do while moving, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, scouting wise, uh, I mean, I have decent wits, but I have no real experience in scouting um but i, I can, can do it if no one else wants to i can do decently with it i'd be rolling five. Oh, okay yes got it then. i will keep my eyes out my uh this is one of the benefits i suppose of the uh height that i have above ground i can try to keep an eye out for things as we move uh I will push because that's a whole mess of things that are not ones or sixes. And that's still a whole mess of things that are not ones or sixes. So that's no successes. Okay. 
Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean something's going to happen, but if something does happen, you won't see it as fast, uh, which I will roll for now. Okay. Let me look at this table here. All right. You begin journeying through the, the woods to the north. This is somewhat familiar territory now. You just traveled through it uh, the day before to get to Rochdale. You feel a bit of hesitation knowing that there are reavers uh, in the area. You narrowly avoided them yesterday, and now you're going to have to skirt past them again. Fortunately, you don't hear any of their war horns. Uh, you don't hear any sounds of battle or any howls, and you're able to continue on. I need another lead the way roll as we get to our next tile. As we get to a little bit into the, the wooded area, Mirin would like to like pip up and say, I have a controversial idea. This should make travel interesting. What is your idea? Yes, well. In cloud? You, actually, I would prefer Woford over that. Um, but, uh, you, you know, if you want, yeah. Um, if we were going to LinkedIn for Dusty to sell the tablets, because Wolford said that he was friends with him, but then we met somebody and they said he was broke because potentially Wolford stole from him, which means no money. Yes, sure. Uh, which means no money, which means maybe if we go, uh, uh, that would be eastwards to Terran, that's where the elves live. Maybe there's more money there and they probably are interested in ancient stuff. I know a lot of people in Terran, too. I could probably find someone to fence it. You make a good point there, Maren. Shut up, Wolford. <laughs> we were going there to meet with a man who Wolford stole from. I didn't shut steal up. from shut up. Shut up, Wolford. <laughs> and, uh, and, is a cur- and is apparently broken, based, or broke, based on what that uh, traveling sorcerer told us. So, And you know mm. what? Maybe it's better for us not to be where they think we're going in case maybe... Others are looking for us now. I mean, we've let Mr. Pisspants get on the boat as well. And so Lingden, I don't imagine, will be friendly. That's a good point, though. I would like to corner that one and test his courage. But but you're right. Maybe I li- I prefer elves over humans. And that's that's a hard stretch, but I still prefer it. So, Yes, it's a little bit more dangerous. You can see the woods are getting quite dense here, but I think most of us are decent survivors at this point, uh, <clears throat> except for Wolford, but that's fine. I mean, honestly, that means it's probably a plus then. We might be able to get rid of some dead weight. Hey, Wolford. Why are you guys always hating on me? I've done nothing but help you. You've done nothing. That is true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so what is the right. plan then? Uh, are you guys going to change course? You're going to head east then? Yeah, let's do it. It's fine with me. Okay. Uh, It's going to take longer to get there. It'll be a couple days trip. Uh, And you can choose to skirt through the the dark forest if you'd like, or you can cut through the dark forest. Dark forest has more dangerous things in it. uh, And it's harder to travel through because it's not open terrain. That sounds like we should skirt around it. That's fine. Okay. Uh, So... Give me one more survival roll as you're going into that next hex, Macho. Yes, I did. I got and two sixes. Okay. That's enough. And that is our first quarter day. That is the morning. And that brings us to the afternoon. 
And which way would you guys like to go then? Uh, if you want to head south, you can. Or if you want to head north uh, through the hills, you can. Uh, just kind of give me an idea of which route you'd like to take. Or if you want to go through the dark forest, you can. Bacho's eye, Bacho's eye in the dark forest. <laughs> he loves a challenge, but he's like, mm-hmm. he looks at the rest. He's like, maybe, maybe south would be better. What do you think? I'm just wondering if any of anybody's been through uh, the dark forest before, has experience with it. I haven't. I usually keep to the waters. That's entirely up to you guys. Coidwig uh, Weald is the name of the entire forested area, but the actual heart of it is the dark forest. Uh, you've heard a lot of stories of the phonic creatures that dwell in there. Uh, they normally come out at night. There's a chance that you can get through without uh, being spotted by one, but if you are spotted by one, it could be a tough fight for your lives. I do love a good fight, <laughs> but I'll leave that up to you guys. <laughs> it would be much better match than you trying to fight uh, Mr. Lies Through Teeth, a.k.a. Mr. Pistis Pants. That's true. I will I will lead wherever whatever path you wish to go. Sounds like we are skirting into the woods. You're going into the woods. All right. All right. Yeah. So this will be another lead the way. Let me check, make sure there aren't any penalties here. I don't think there are. I think we're good. One six and four ones. So I won't be pushing that. All right, uh, Mirren, what story is coming to mind as you're traveling through this dark forest? Once upon a time, in a land very similar to this one, there used to be a house that had chicken legs, and sometimes it would run around and look for children to eat. And when those were scarce, it found full adults, and ob nom nom, they would all just disappear in front of it. Now I want to find. I shouldn't have gone with this story in the forest. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you travel through this forest that is almost claustrophobic, uh, with how close the the plant and foliage grows together. It's difficult, especially for the horses. Uh, You can't really ride the horses; you have to guide them because there are so many low hanging branches. Every now and then there's a clearing where you can hop on there if you want Zaldrin, but it's no more than a few steps before you have to get back off and start pushing away branches and things like that. Bacho, you've done a pretty good job of guiding them through. Uh, You feel like you're going a very direct route. You haven't found anything too circular. There is a point where, Bacho, you hear a humming? Of sorts, not like a singing humming, but like a vibration, just a very soft vibration. Your ears kind of prick at it. As you try to focus on where the sound's coming from, you kind of lose it. You continue uh, pushing forward a little bit, and you find that there's a small clearing in this forest. Uh, It's not large, maybe uh, 30 yards by 30 yards. Uh, somewhat round. In the center of the clearing, you see a large pillar, a stone. And on that stone is a carved face, a woman's face. And it it's capturing a very sad emotion. 
you see that there's actually water running down the pillar, coming out from the eyes, just tears dripping down. There's moss growing on the stone where the, the water just has continually been going. The ground around this pillar is obviously soaked and soggy. The ash that falls immediately turns into a muck, but it doesn't appear to be lifelike or anything like that. You don't see any creatures around or anything like that. Dunk, what do you make of this? Uh, so are, are we outside of the clearing? Like we're like looking into the clearing. We haven't approached it yet. Yeah, yeah. You're you're still in the the forest, uh, looking through. Okay. Um, hmm. Is there anything like just the look of the thing? Just the look of the face? Anything like a lore check that might might? Yeah, you can give a me a lore test. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, and I'll use a can, use a die. Sorry, we got. Can em. I give him the the help action or the to give an extra dice because I have a lore plus one. How are you helping here? Describe that, and then I'll decide if you can actually do it. I'll sort of take a look at the woman as well and go, maybe it is to do with one of the old gods. And I'll try to like list off or think of uh, old stories from, from the past that I may have heard. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Take the bonus die. Thank you. Uh, two sixes. Okay. So surface level, you would have got less whether it was a success or not. The stone immediately reminds you of the story of the goddess Brita. She was framed by her sister, Gwenael, the trickster goddess, uh, for a crime she did not commit, and she was executed by her father. It's often said that Brita's funeral is what caused Kadaran's pyre to erupt, creating the Veiled Age, the volcanic winter that's been happening for the past few centuries. So seeing uh, this head crying is very uh, reminiscent of the story where her head uh, is eternally crying and it was buried under the earth and all fresh water comes from her tears. However, there is something more to this. There has never been any stories of monuments to Brita's head like that because it's a very shameful event. It's not anything that someone would want to commemorate. So there's a a sort of sense of sacrilege that comes along with this and a strange perverted type of magic. The, the druidic magic, the natural magic that you're used to would have to really be twisted to be creating the water coming from the eyes like this. With that, he'll say, Oh, this is uh, a This is, this makes me uneasy. This, this uh, monument seems Sacrilegious. Also, the magic that is coming through this place does not seem uh, natural in the sense that it is clean, that it mm. is of this world. It is something foul, twisted. There is danger here, I think. Mm. Let's, let's pull back and circle wide around this clearing then. You start yes. to pull back. Uh, everyone seems on board with it. Mirren. As you turn around, you hear coming from the clearing, Mirren, don't go. Don't leave me. These are words that you've heard before. This is the voice of Isla. We need to Isla. go very quickly right now. We really need to go now. <laughs> we really should go. 
very quickly now. Okay. <laughs> Let's get around this clearing. We are going. The rest of you would be able to hear the voice yelling as well. Don't look back. Danko. Don't look back. Keep going. But someone is calling your no, name. No, they are not. You don't want to see that. Go, go, go. I don't want to see that. Yes, exactly. I trust you, Marin. Bacho just starts to lope off. Doesn't look back. He's got absolute faith in his pack. Gunk as well. Like, if she does not want us to look, we shall not look. Uh, The five of you uh, and the two horses, uh, you backtrack a little bit uh, through the way that you've already cleared a bit of a path, and you start to give a uh, healthy uh, roundabout. Uh, going around this clearing without uh, getting too close. Mirren, give me a... Um, we're going to say just a straight wits test. All right. A point of shadow coming on here. <laughs> yeah, this is a three die for me. It's hurt my best. A one and two twos. Not pushing Ooh. that. Yep. All right. This, is, this makes sense. This is not a good place for me right now. You are taking uh, one wits damage right now uh, as you find yourself quite frazzled. But Um, as far as you can tell, there's nothing that's following. You don't hear the sound again. And the journey seems to continue. I think we got away. I think it's all right. Away from what, friend? Uh, The old stories. It's the old stories. They're coming back again. They're all coming back again with the worms and... And and Brita and it's not good. We just have to keep going. It's we can't look back. We just have to keep going. It's the only safe path. It's the only way to be safe. I I I must say, uh, you are generally quite stout for your size, and this seems to have troubled you. Yes, I I have. There is something that follows and knocks and follows and speaks and follows and knocks, and we really have to keep moving. We yes, yes, we are, we are, we are moving forward. Um, but you'll, you'll tell us, of course, if such yes. things trouble you again. When we're safe, when we're safe, and there's light, and you hear don't three need... knocks echoing through the forest. Ah. Uh... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. We need to go quickly. I don't know that we can stop tonight. We just have to go and go. And I'm sorry about this, but we need light uh, and it will draw attention, but we have to. We will. We will. It is the, it is the, the, the lightest week of the year. We will, we will find light. Yes. We still have one more quarter day. It's the afternoon. So we're going to do one more uh, survival check and uh, scouting for keep watch. Uh, Bacho, as you're guiding one more. Uh, I, uh, I did not get any sixes, but I didn't get any ones, so I will push. Mirren is just like essentially hugging Zeldrin's legs at this point. She's stuck to them. Uh, okay. I got one six and three okay. ones. Oof. All right. Uh, <laughs> for the scouting. <laughs> Some damage, but you had a willpower out of it. <laughs> Uh, for the scouting, I did have to push. I got no ones either time, and I got four sixes. So I see everything. Okay. Zaldrin, you're especially on edge after everything that Mirren's told you. So you, your eyes are open. Uh, 
Your head is on a swivel as you're watching everything. You see a few shadows moving through the forest. A couple of them are just birds flying away. A few of them are uh, game, like deer, uh, trying to avoid your presence. As far as you can tell, it's nothing predatory. But okay, you continue pressing through uh, this dark forest. It's starting to become a bit exhausting. You've gone through most of the day. This is the third uh, quarter that you've uh, gone through. And you're going to need to decide to rest now or start force marched uh, to try to get to Terran if you want to go another quarter. So what would you guys like to do? Uh, Mirren, I know yes, you said you yes. did not want to rest. This has been quite tiring terrain to travel through and I... then could sure use uh, some time off her feet. Are we sure? I'm... Are we sure it's safe though? We'll be safe for resting, I think. I'm I'm mentally I'm I'm exhausted. My my senses are are frazzled. My 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 head is pounding. I Mirren, I think we just need to make camp and be diligent in 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 making camp and keeping watch tonight. Elsewise, I think we may not be able to face something tomorrow should it come on us. Tonight, it might come tonight. Yes, if we have to rest, uh, can we can we create a circle of fire around the outside? Create a trench with fire. That'd be safe. We could be safe in the fire. And Zaldrin is looking at the fairly dense woods that we're in. Um, I we can keep watch. We can we can rotate a watch. I'm not entirely sure that a ring of fire would be safe or keep us hidden from things in dark. So if we do our make make a camp roll, depending on how well we succeed at the make the camp roll, what will kind of give us an idea of how secure our camp is. Um, and then if somebody's willing to stand guard through that quarter day, they'll be they'll be pretty exhausted, but the rest of us would be rested. I don't imagine Mary's Well, someone can rest while you're making camp. And then that person can stand guard while the rest of you uh, sleep. Friends, 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 friends. Mirren, this uh, danger, is it real or is it magical? It's... This, these noises both. we have heard. Yes. It's old. It's old. It's both. Yeah. It is very real. And it is, it is something that you can only run from. You cannot fight. As soon as you start hearing mm. the knocking, it will follow you forever. Well, I, uh, there is something I might might be able to lend to our, our camp. Uh, yes. Perhaps make us more for uh, uh, for tutinous against uh, against magic. Um, one moment. And so he's going to like kind of scramble through his little kind of fanny pack, and he's going to pull out this you know, maybe grimy piece of chalk or something, or like just a rock or whatever. And then he's just going to start drawing in a circle around the camp, wherever it is that we decided to make camp. And I'm going to cast a spell. Uh, I'm going to cast Magical Seal, uh, which essentially is, uh, it's a location. Uh, it's no bigger than the humans, so I would say if it's Mirren we're worried about, or if it's not Mirren, like, like we, we, must, we must stay very close to one another, be very careful. Uh, and so just compact. Uh, and I'll just try to draw and get as much as like our central camp as possible in wherever he might say it, but making sure that if it's, if it's Mirren we're expecting that's being kind of like tracked or something, I'll make sure she is like primarily the one who's protected. 
Uh, and so then I'm going to go okay. ahead and do my rolls. Uh, yeah, no, no mishap. So everything's fine. Um, and so basically what it is, is just if there's any spells cast against this person or place during the quarter day, uh, the power level is decreased and it's going to be decreased by the level of the magical seal, which is going to be two. Okay. Uh, and you're ranked two already, so you don't need to worry about a mishap, right? Right. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I rolled it anyway, so you have to, have to roll like the two die, I think, anyway. For yeah. The willpower has been. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and get rolls for the make camp. Uh, that's a survival. And I think you need to find a good place, too, which is also a survival. So my uh, after my last roll, my survival is down to two wits dice and two survivals. So I don't know if I'm if I'm still the best or not. I am the same. Can I, in a panic state, kind of give the help action? Or is that uh, a little beyond my mental No, you can still uh, give action give help and take actions uh you just okay. took the one wits damage yes 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 so i also have four so i'm going to help bacho try to find okay. like a good I, I, i'm very focused on finding a safe place to camp and giving him help on that bacho 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 take take a rest <laughs> I, I i can i can i can do this so maybe uh, part of like, thank you gunk part of the seal spell and just like looking around for a good spot too because i'm a little higher now at this point than, than you guys so okay. i can roll it uh Bacho, if you're taking the rest action, that means that you would be basically sleeping now and then you could uh, keep watch while everyone else sleeps. Yes, because I will recover then. Get, get the rest, right, get so the go rest. ahead, Gunk, make that roll. Okay, and I get one from uh, from Mirren, you said, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, two sixes. All right. Uh, that was the make camp roll or the find a good place? That was the... So, I mean... I'm not sure if there's, is there a find a good actually, place thing? Find a good place. I don't think you actually need to do that. That's it, part of a certain hexes. Okay. I, make camp, I guess, is, is probably what yeah, I, I was so rolling. We'll survival. do the make camp. Uh, there's not going to be any place that's necessarily better than another here. You're just going to have to clear an area and it's going to be a bit crowded more than you're used to. Uh, the ash somehow manages to penetrate even the thick canopy above and it still falls down slowly. Uh, you make the camp as best you can. You're drawing that circle. It's only a few more minutes before the ash falls over that chalk circle, but it's still there. The magic is still imbuing it. Uh, Mirren, you're going to be... Sorry, I would want to say to Mirren, too, because it's a very relatively small circle, unfortunately. It's not one that can kind of cover the whole (laughs) camp. So, um, But we are both very small, uh, so I would say... Okay, stay within the confines of this. I will stay next to you as well. Oh. We, it will be fine. You, you will be okay. fine. And then Bacho okay. and Zaldrin, they will look for physical dangers, and I will be here to protect from magical ones. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Wolford chimes in. Don't worry. I, I've got excellent night vision. Nothing's going to sneak up on us. I'm so much more scared now. <laughs> Wolford. All right. There's something behind you. Uh. You managed to make a nice camp. Uh, let's go ahead and get a keep watch roll while the camp is being made. And then, Bacho, go ahead and make your keep watch roll for the night. All right. So I will do the first one. I'm going to take an audience to keep this high. Uh, one success. And I rolled two ones. So I don't know that I'm going to push that. Okay. One success is still good. And overnight, I also just got one success. Okay. 
it takes a while for (laughs) it takes a while for darkness to fall uh these long days uh this week happens every month but it's still always hard to get used to compared to the rest of the month just being so dreary the fact that you're in the dark forest does kind of dim things down but it still takes longer than you would expect to become dark Mirren, you are plagued by bad memories. Not necessarily dreams, because that would imply that you're able to get some sleep. It's very fitful, and you you can't rest. That very familiar face continues to pop up in your memories. Are you sure no one's here? There's no one here? It's so dark out. There's no one here. I can see in the dark. There's no one but us. You are fine. I promise. The quarter day when you're making camp passes by. The night takes hold. Bacho, what are you doing to keep yourself awake here as you're watching? Oh, Bacho got a pretty good rest while everybody was making camp. So he uh, he does what he always does when he's on guard. He keeps his back to the camp and he just lopes around the camp in a, in a sort of a never-ending uh, circuit without retracing his steps once, you know, varying his distance from the camp, uh, but always keeping, always keeping sight and more importantly, scent on those within the camp, but he never stops moving. Sword out, ready. You said you got one success, Pacho? That is correct. There is a little bit of light from the fire that barely penetrates the canopy. You're trying to stay out of the light so that your vision is adjusted better. You're not blinded by the fire. You still can't see that far. There's so much foliage on top of all the shadows that it's hard to see much of anything. More than once, you think you see movement. You think you see some sort of creature passing by, low and large, not necessarily humanoid, but some sort of primal creature. Can I try to track it as it moves through the underbrush? I mean, is it, try, um, is, it, is it moving in or is it just moving past the camp? Moving past, almost following your circuit. Okay. Just as you're circling the camp, it's making a wider circle. Uh, I'm going to say you can sort of track it with the success you already got. Mm-hmm. You're trying to follow it along. But it's not that shadow that actually causes you alarm. It's from inside the camp. Gunk, Mirren, very close to you, as in both of you think the other one might have said it. You hear, Mirren, don't go. We have to go. It's Aldrin, you hear this as well. We have to go. We have to go. So Bacho turns back into the camp and and looks for a source of the sound. Oh, what? What? Uh, Bacho, what? Everybody to arms. There's something. There's something out here. It's here, it's here, it's here, it's here. It's in the dark and we can't see it, but it's here. Bacho, you, you turn towards the camp and the camp is fairly well lit uh, by the fire you have going. Uh, Gunk and Mirren, your chalk circle is right next to the fire. Uh, as far as you can tell, you all and Wolford are the only ones there. He, then he, he pivots back to face out again, concerned that he might, you know, something might be moving in to... to strike while his back was turned and he just howls to wake everyone up 
the Pretty howl sure woke gunk pierces through the quiet of the night. Anyone who wasn't awake is now awake, grabbing their weapons in fear, realizing it's Bacho and settling a little bit, but still being on edge, ready for an attack. As far as you can tell, you're the only ones in the camp. Gunk, there's something here. Okay, we should okay. move. Okay, one one moment, one moment. Uh, I'm going to burn five of the audience die to get a willpower. And I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna cast True Sight, uh, and so I'm essentially looking like. So I'm holding. I don't have. I don't think I have a magnifying glass, even though it's the ingredient. But I'm like holding my hands up to my eyes and just sort of like looking around and looking around. Um, so let me just roll my one. Yeah, I'm cool. Uh, and and so I'm essentially just trying. So it, it lets me see through any kind of disguise or shape shift. Um, Obviously, through darkness, I have no problem with that anyway. Smoke, fog, etc. And I'm just seeing if this is giving me sight of anything. If there's something invisible here, if there's something like hidden here, anything like that. Yeah, uh, give me one second. I want to read this spell just to be perfectly clear that I don't mess it up. Uh, it's under symbolism, right? Uh, it's awareness. So it's true sight. You can awareness. enhance your yeah. vision to be unnaturally sharp and see details at distant range as if you stood right next to them in question. True sight also lets you see in darkness through smoke and fog and automatically see through any kind of disguise or shapeshift. Okay. Uh, and you must, and you must have a clear line of sight. So that, that's why I'm like kind of doing the like sprinkler head around to see if there's anything within yeah. the camp. So within the camp, you see nothing looking around into the foliage, into the darkness. Uh, it, it's difficult to see because it's so dense. However, you do see the sight of a very large black wolf like creature, mm. uh, towards Bacho's area. Uh, like where Bacho is looking, the, the creature he's been tracking, uh, mm. you're able to spot it. Uh, it's definitely not a wolf, but it looks similar. It's built much bigger and it's just pure darkness. I will. I will mutter, Bacho, there is a creature of darkness, wolf-like, to your to your six behind you in the in the brush. Yeah, I sense a gunk. It has been pacing around the camp all evening. Perhaps we take the fight to it and quit waiting around to be bait. At that, Bacho gets out a, a, a howl and a yelp and charges. Once, right, Gunk, once Gunk tells him to fight, he's on. <laughs> let's go into combat oh, here. Let's go. I am not going to be good for this fight. Let me introduce you to my other wolfkin friend <laughs> next time around. His name is Shoba. Really nice guy. <laughs> Come, Wolford. Uh, we are just going to use the grid here uh, on our table. Uh, Bacho, you're going to be furthest there. Put you two like there, and then Zaldron will be like that. All right, let's go ahead and put you all on the combat tracker and go ahead and roll initiative, guys. Um, let's see here. Bacho, do you want to? You have a nine, which I believe is the highest. If you would like to switch with me, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Because I am near catatonic and shouldn't be going first. That would be fantastic. Did someone already roll for it all? Because I already have a number in mine. Uh, I only rolled mine. I might have rolled yours by accident. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Uh, what were you supposed to be? Uh, no, me. I mean, or, six. Is, I didn't roll. So six, whatever you rolled is oh, fine. Yeah. yeah, six. 
I clicked the wrong button. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, so, Bacho, you're going first. Uh, this creature, as soon as you start bursting through the foliage, it springs towards you as well. And it takes an action to move. It has move two. So it is on you before you even get a few steps. And it will leap forward, tearing at you with its sharp claws. I will parry. Because I get one free parry every round. You're going to need it. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. You cannot parry against a monster attack. You can only dodge oh. against monster attacks. Then I will. Because I've heard the rules. <laughs> I will take it like a man. Uh, you can dodge uh, for your, your uh, fast action if you want. Is it a fast action? Dodging? Yeah. I thought it, okay. Uh, then, yeah. And then I'll the slow dodge. action. Yeah. Yep. I'll dodge then. That is three successes. Well, crap on the stick. Uh, can I take a audience dice? Of course. Because I'm going to need it. Uh, I got one success, so I'm going to push it. Nope, two successes. All right, so that's going to be one that goes through. Are you going to do an armor roll? I will do an armor roll. Let me take a look at my armor. Two, okay. One six. Okay. So that uh, blocks it all then. And it is your turn, Bacho. All right. Bacho is going to do a couple of things here. He's going to spend a willpower point um, to enact his path of blades. Which when you hit in close combat attack, well, I'll, I'll see if I hit first. You can spend a willpower point to find the weakness in your opponent's armor or natural armor. And the armor has no effect against your attack. So let's uh, let's see what we can do here. It's four and three and a bonus die for sword fighter and two for a sword. Okay, I got three successes and no ones, so I'm going to push it. Six successes, but I did take a point of damage to my sword. All right, six successes. This thing is rushing towards you, crashing through the underbrush, lashes out with its claws, and you try to sidestep. You can't quite get away, but your armor takes the brunt of the attack, and you're close enough that you just bring down your sword, a massive hit on it. Uh, did you spend the willpower to stop it from using its armor? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, then it's taken the six damage. Ooh, that's a big hit. All right. And that brings us up to Gunk. Uh, okay. Uh, seeing that my back brother is in now engaged, I will... Uh, am I close enough to with, uh, with my fast action to close the distance? Uh, you would not be able to get to arm's length. You'd be able to get to near. Okay, so I will do nothing this turn then, other than move. So that I am, uh, I am next right. to, uh, I'm next to. Yeah. Side. All right. So you are within arms rate, arms length now. Uh, Zaldrin, what would you like to do? Uh, so Zaldrin um, would want to also move up. Uh, will she be able to attack? 
with the same. Spear. You're at, you're same at short range right now, so you'd be able to use one action to get to near, and then it'd be another to get to arm's length. Okay, so then I will swing around uh, next to Gunk. Okay. So that we've got uh, three of us around this thing. Mirin, what are you doing? Mirin is shaking. She's nearly in like a little fetal position, um, but she'll try to like shakily pull her bow out uh, and and knock an arrow in it. Um, and she's just trying to like hold it for maybe next round. Okay. That brings us back to our night warg. Let's see who it's going to bite at. That is Zaldrin. So the two of you, Gunk and Zaldrin, you come crashing through uh, to try and uh, get closer to it. And this creature whirls about and will. Is there any way that Bacho can throw himself in front of Zaldrin to take the hit? Uh, I don't think you necessarily have an action that would allow no, that. I rolled randomly so to see who it would okay. go for. Just checking. I think there's a talent that'll let you do it, but I don't have it. So it sounds yeah, familiar. Yeah, you know, like a bodyguard or something. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, it is using locked jaw. The night warrior bites the armor leg of one of the adventurers and locks its jaw in a brutal grip. Roll for the attack. And if hit, Zaldrin will be grappled. That is two successes. So Zaldrin, would you like to try and dodge this? Uh, sure. Sorry, so dodge is... Move and agility. Let's see what I've got with that. Agility and move... Uh, one success. Okay, so one still gets through. Uh, you are now grappled, and it's uh, damage two. So it's actually going to do two damage despite one success going through. Uh, you can use it, make an armor roll to try and negate some of that if you'd like. I don't have armor. Okay, uh, so that's two strength damage then, and you are grappled by this creature. Okay. Uh, Bacho, you're up. As Bacho pulls his blade back to swing his weapon, he will uh, he will lock in this creature's scent. He will not let it get away. So I will spend three willpower using my wolfkin hunting instincts to uh, be able to track it for three days, but more importantly, give myself three bonus dice. And as my slow action, I will swing the sword, giving me another bonus die. Two. Three successes, no ones, so I'm going to re-roll the rest of the die. Five successes, two ones, but they were on my melee uh, skill check, so they don't have any impact. So five successes. This creature is going to... And I will spend my last willpower point to bypass its armor. 
Okay. Uh, the creature is going to attempt to dodge first. Uh, it is not actually grappled, just Zaldron. Uh, so that is one point there. But you bypassed its armor, so it has no chance you are doing enough damage. Describe how you're killing. So he sees this thing lock his jaws around Zaldron, and he basically comes over its back and just leaps up, reverses the grip on his blade, and just brings it right down into the base of the thing's skull till the blade bites in the ground, and then he just wrenches it to the side and tears half of its throat out. Blood is gushing out. The blood of this creature is just as black and shadowy as its fur, and it creates almost like a... It looks as if a hole is opening up in the ground. It looks like it just could continue going on, going on so far that there is no light but it's just how dark this blood is along with how dark the night is. Mm. Bacho, you begin cleaning your blade. Zaldrin, you have to like wrench open the jaw to get it Mm -hmm. to let go of your uh, arm, even in its death. Gunk, you are looking around, looking for more. You still have your true sight going. It seems clear. You turn back, you see Mirren with her bow and arrow notched and for the briefest moment with your true sight, you see another halfling behind Mirren. A halfling with a vicious wound across her head and blood pouring down over her face. You blink and the halfling's gone. What? What was that? Mirren? Did you? It, yes. Did you see behind you there is? He's like kind of like wiping the mud out of his eyes. There was something there. There was um, uh, one of your people, uh, Halfling, sh- I saw. Sh- 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 she was here. She was here. We need to blood. go then. Blood on face. Who is this yeah. person? We're not in a safe place. We're not. The, we have the to The world go. is not safe. The world is not safe, and we will not find safety more so than here. What? What is it? What is this thing that haunts you? This, there was a mistake. It was a mistake, and I can't go back home anymore because they'll come and they'll keep coming. So we have to keep traveling. We have to keep moving. Who, who will keep coming? This is why. This is why you have to bury your dead six feet down. They'll come back if you don't, and you'll hear them, and they'll come and they'll get you. Okay, no one is going to get you. You are safe. You are among friends. Bacho, Zaljan, will wrench apart whatever creature comes to take okay. you. What? Okay. What? But what is it that is chasing us? My best friend. Your best friend. It's a little hurtful, but uh, what happened to this best friend? There, there was an accident. We were attacked when we were hunting. She, she, I had to go. It wasn't safe. They were going to kill both of us if I didn't. Okay, that is that is fine. That is fine. Who who is there? Who killed? Who who killed your friend? Reavers, as far uh, as I know. Hopefully, nothing darker or deeper. I didn't have time. Reavers killed your friend, and now your friend haunts you. Uh, they looked like Reavers. They had the faces of Reavers, but in halfling lore. Same with my parents. They never came home. You don't come home when you hear the knocking. You can't. They'll keep coming until you join them. Mm. It is very, it is very curious. We are nowhere near Halfling Lands. 
We were far away from it. I mean, we were at Orr's Rest. We were spinning distance from Orr's Rest. We are deep within a very dangerous forest. There are dangers here. I will not lie, but I, I, I do not think it is your, your friend. That uh, it might be something else. Something playing with your fears. Something playing with your, uh, what is on your mind here. Hope it never happens to you as well. It's a death sentence. Eventually, we can only just run until, until we can't. And I will look, and so Gunkel look over at Bacho and Zaldrin, and he'll say, "Normally, I might say she is not well, but I saw something. I did. I saw something standing right behind her. A a, a halfling, blood on face, wound." It was there for just a moment. I've fought the dead when they rise. She's probably right. It'll haunt us, but we'll just have to stop being prey and start being the predator. Yes. Yes. And he'll kick and all the, the while, ground. Ba- Bacho is, he's skinning this, this night work. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting the good fur out of it. He's like meat and fur. All right. Not sure that's edible. Uh, Bacho, you're able to skin the beast. Uh, the fur could be highly valuable. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> the rest of you go back to uh, camp. You make sure that it's secure again. As far as you can tell, nothing has come out. there. There's a thick smell of blood now of this night warg, but it's, a, it's not the iron as much. It, it's more putrid. Uh, it, it's vile. Makes it harder to sleep, but how can you sleep after what happened anyways? You go back, you try to rest as much as you can. Bacho, you continue uh, doing your circles, looping around. And Bacho's rubbing the blood of the night warg into his fur. He's like, nothing will come at us when I smell of the warg. And it appears to work because nothing comes at you for the rest of the day. And this is where we're going to end the session here. Uh, we'll pick up uh, next week with the next morning, but you guys have made it most of the way through the forest here, and let's go ahead and do XP questions. Bef- oh, I lost your camera there. For I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and do XP questions uh, because I'm remembering this time. Uh, did you participate in the game session? Yes, you get one XP for being here. Did you travel through a hex you have not visited? Yes, you have. Did you discover a new adventure site? No, but did you defeat a monster? Yes. Did you find a treasure worth one gold or more? Possibly with that uh, warg fur. Let's go ahead and say yes for that. Uh, No function in the stronghold. Did any of you activate your pride? I don't think so. Uh, One of you at least suffered from a dark secret. (laughs) I wonder who that was. (laughs) Uh, Did you risk your life for another uh, PC? Uh, Bacho, you definitely did. Uh, Anyone else want to make a case for it? I would argue everyone except for Mirren did. Okay. I mean, I mean, I've got I, this big hole we, in my leg. We did run in. It's just you <laughs> yeah. started okay. us so far away from the combat. We weren't allowed to do anything. You were at short range. That's <laughs> not that far Listen, away. Listen, man, if you enjoy doing nothing for a round of combat, I gotta, I'm not going to argue with you. My uh, chunk is missing from my calf. Says that I uh, sacrificed okay. something yeah, for the so group. So take the XP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, perform an extraordinary action of some kind. Killing one a, one a night warg. Killing a night warg in one-on-one combat. Well, no, it wasn't one-on-one combat. One on no. 
you did you did do a good hit though. Uh Gunk, you cast a couple good spells too. Uh Zaldrin Mirren want to make a case for anything? I was all about the darkness today. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. Let's go ahead and uh, wrap it up then. Uh, Aaron, what do we got going on at Garblag? Well, let's see on Garblag tomorrow um, at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Jim will be taking us back to the old world of Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition. We will be starting our new campaign shillings and crossbones where we will be uh we'll be outside of the empire and we will be we'll be doing some pirate shit so that should be a lot of fun uh so please join us for that roger's playing an ogre it'll be our first ogre in warhammer fantasy so that that should be a hoot um and then on thursday i believe pete is starting a two-week special of an osr dungeon uh game dark I shadow dark shadow, shadow dark. dark thank you yeah. thank you jeff and then uh thursday night north american time 7 p.m pacific time 9 p.m central standard time we'll be back with modifius 2d20 octum cthulhu shadows of atlantis we are still in uh we're still in uh where are we at jeff we're in honduras i think honduras that's it yes yeah. we're still in honduras uh so we may all die. Who knows? But it'll be some Nazi punching good time. So uh, you should come join that too. And that is uh, that's it for the rest of the week in Garbleg. Take us home, Jeff. Yeah, buddy. So a Friday, Aaron is going to be in the GM seat as we are going to play more 2D20 game. We're playing uh, Conan again. Uh, so we'll be back to that. Uh, that's uh, it's going to be our second playing session. Uh, we've got th- we got a, the the previous uh, first session, and we have our character creation up on YouTube. If you want to catch up before then. Uh, Saturday, we'll be doing One Ring, second edition, episode 49. We're closing in on 50. We have like some some big giveaways planned for episode 50. Uh, if you want to hear more about them, come hang out with us on Saturday. We'll tell you all the wonderful, wonderful details. Uh, Monday next week, we'll be doing Holler for Savage Worlds. Uh, we also just last night did some Horror on the Orient Express. I'll be dropping that on YouTube tomorrow as well. Plenty of stuff on the YouTube channel if you want to go see all the past games that we've played before. Uh, including uh, Stephen's last campaign on the channel, Haunted West, uh, is up there as well. Uh, but that's it, right? I think we're good. Yeah. Yep. All yeah, right. I'd just yeah. like to say thank you to everyone for tuning in, and I appreciate you all uh, bearing with me. I know I'm a bit low energy tonight as I'm still getting over the plague, but uh, thanks. I had a lot of fun. I'm glad to be back. Right on, man. Don't forget thanks to for bury your dead. <laughs> <laughs> There he goes. We're going to go ahead and raid Lost Caravan RPG. So click the raid now button when it pops up and we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Good night.